Attention all students, this is your principal, Mr. Samard, speaking. Um, if any students continue to talk smack, um, I will meet them outside by the bike racks at 3 p.m. And uh, we can settle our differences the old school way, through dance. And um, I will not hear to it anymore. I am a, a leader in the education system. And I'm honestly a role model for everyone here. And uh, I won't be made a fool of by verbal taunts from a, from a fifth grader. So if uh, Jeffrey, yeah, I'm talking to you. In uh, Miss Borwell's science class, if you want to take this up with me, we can get a little rhythmic with our movements. I can tell you that right now, folks. This is The Lake Show. What else do you want to know? This is your principal once again, Salticus Smart, signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the beloved Lake Show. We had an unfortunate writer strike, which led us to an, about a month-long hiatus from the airwaves. But don't worry, folks, we're back and literally better than ever before. Salty, how are you doing today, my friend? Awesome, man. It's so good to be back here face-to-face, -face, have the voice chatting again. Uh, it was a great placement. Happy to be back, though. And uh, apart from the cold, it is January weather right now outside. And it's it wintertime, baby. It's wintertime up the north. Grab yeah. a coat, grab some mitts, put a hat on. Hot. It was actually crazy when I was driving back up on uh, Sunday. Start in Ottawa, you know, nothing on the ground, everything's kind of nice, and then as you gradually got uh, higher and higher up north, you could see, like, it started in Petawawa, some of the snow on the ground, and then boom, as soon as you hit Mattawa, it's full-fledged winter. Mattawa's, like, that's when you know you're on your way to the North Pole. Yeah, exactly. You go through that traffic <laughs> circle, you just keep going, and here we are, folks. It's winter time. Get your scrapers out, because I don't have mine yet. Don't be that guy using your arm in the parking lot. Because that's a tough place to be for anyone. Yeah. Um, Salty, I'm so excited to be back here on the on the air with you, uh, talking about great things. Um, your placement, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, where did that lead you? How many? What classes were you looking at? Uh, what grades? How was it? It was good, man. It was a great experience. I had grade 9 girls phys ed, grade 10 boys phys ed, and then a grade 12 sports marketing class, which actually ties in nicely to our interview today that we're going to touch on later. But uh, it was a great experience. Like I said, tons of fun. You get to, it was a very, a lot of variety in those three classes, like grade nine phys ed girls, grade 10 phys ed boys, very different, and then also a grade 12 uh, university class. It has a lot of different dynamics, so I got to, to learn about a lot of different things, which was great, you know, uh, from everything to grade nine volleyball to grade 10 sex ed. I mean, you, you really get a variety there, and you, you get to, to learn a lot, so it was a good experience. Sex ed's a phys ed topic. Yes, sir. So uh, it falls on the shoulders of you. <laughs> oh, buddy. It was interesting. I have, and what's great about the school, too, is that a lot of different cultures are in there. And it's kind of like a, an awesome spot for all these kids to learn because they get a, a lot of, like I said, different cultures. And we had a lot of potlucks where they're learning about different foods and um, different languages, and which was an awesome experience not only for the kids but for me. But it does get a little funny when I'm trying to play charades with some students that don't understand English about sex ed. Uh, we were mentioning maybe it was a camera in there. I could have gotten <laughs> a little bit. You wouldn't want to see the tape yet. of that <laughs> so, without the description. You want to see the game tape there. But um, it was it was definitely, like I said, awesome experience. Can't complain. Uh, and I can't wait for my next placement. Yeah, that's good. So yeah. when you do placement, like you get, um, are you there the whole time with them? Like straight, like, so when you said you have three different courses for your mm -hmm. own placement, did you do those like courses every day with the students? So basically, what you do the first week, you're, you're courses, kind of observing. Courses, classes. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of observing for the first week, yeah. seeing how you, the teacher you're with does it. You know, kind of get the sense of their style. 
uh, and how the class dynamic works. And then the second week, you'll take one or two of the classes, and then you kind of build yourself up to the, where the last two weeks you're, you're going in 100% and you're teaching kind of your own thing. Uh, so, yeah, the, I mean, the prep is m mostly the biggest part of it, understanding how to prepare your class, know what you want to do, especially when you're going into a bit more of, like, the health side of it. Mm -hmm. um, but, and then, you know, you go into grading as well, and that's something new, and you want to make sure, especially in phys ed, right, it's a little different. It's not as black and white as in, like, yeah. marking papers and stuff. Um, so, like, just being able to, to get to know your students and how the effort was and if they're learning, if the skills are developing and stuff. So it is, uh, it's fun, man. I really enjoy it, and it's something I would recommend to anybody. So you think you want to be a gym teacher? I think that's the plan, yeah. I mean, gym, phys ed is up there. Uh, I'm t my two teachables are bio and phys ed. Right now, I'd probably prefer phys ed until I get my feet a little wetter and, uh, mm -hmm. with, with bio and get more comfortable there because it's been a while. But I'm in a bio class right now in Nipsing, and we, we had the pleasure of dissecting a lamb's heart yesterday. Um, so, yeah, we're just obviously learning and, and still trying to develop that side of the game. So you <laughs> can bring that to the students, the dissection. Exactly. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> um, I think that, that's not bad. Um, when you're... Um, if you're thinking about being a gym teacher, though, like, are you mm -hmm. going to go for a distinct style? Are you going to be the kind of gym teacher that's involved, like the one that's in the play? Yeah. If they're playing touch football, is he the quarterback? Maybe you're yeah. the quarterback as <laughs> as the teacher. Are you going like, to the Jerry D style? You ever seen that when he steps into his classes, he starts laying the body around? That's pretty funny. Sometimes it has to happen. <laughs> or what is going to be your? Because these are things you. These are the things that the school doesn't teach you, and that's why yep. this podcast is here. <laughs> what kind of like like what kind of outfit style of a Ooh, gym teacher? Good are you? question. Are yeah. you like uh, are you a little sporty spice maybe? Or <laughs> yeah, you? I mean it, the one thing that's funny though, if when you are a physical teacher, when you go in, you're obviously not dressed up as as the other teachers. So yeah. when I the way I look as pr pretty young, a lot of custodians or other teachers and stuff are looking at me. Principals are looking at me like. Okay, student. I can't tell because you're just you're yeah, dressed yeah, up yeah. like you're you're a student almost, right? With like like I was trying to go like I said the sporty spice look a little bit where you're you're trying to look classy, you know, a nice hoodie maybe or like I had the Nipissing gear on or uh, you know you have those like track tops you can wear yeah. that are a little nicer. So you're trying to it's it's that fine line of looking athletic but also not like a student. Uh, so that was pretty funny trying to deal with that because a couple times I'd be like walking around the corner at lunchtime and kids are coming in from recess and stuff and yeah. you'd hear like. Oh no, it's teacher, go back, go back. And then one kid be like, that's not a teacher. And you're yeah. like, oh, come on, man. Like, I did that a lot and stuff. And uh, a couple of custodians would come up to me, like, oh man, I thought you were a student. That's my bad. Like, sorry about that. Like, no, no, it's fine. But yeah, it is your bad. <laughs> yeah, come on. You're in bold minds. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you're right. The, um, the look is a big part. It is a huge part of it. I think so. you should just flip it all in its head and wear like a suit. <laughs> look like a 1960s NFL coach. <laughs> wear a hat. Have like a crumbled up paper in your pocket. Just be yelling at the kids, banging your clipboard. Fedora. And stuff. The but still in fedora. the game, still playing quarterback. With all the kid, can they wear hats in school? No they, no, they can't. But you can if you wear the fedora. <laughs> fedora. And, I think fedora But you enforce the hat rules so strictly <laughs> and at no point do you ever address that you have a fedora on your head. still have the feather in there too and everything. Like, yeah, I think that'd be a good practice. These are the. This is why I like to ask you, and I like to ask teachers this: mm -hmm. is this is where you could instill like little life lessons. Like, yeah. If you had the fedora on, <laughs> you could be like Johnny. No, you can't wear hats in school. But he'd be like, you'd have a fedora on, but he would ask you about it, but you wouldn't even address it because that was the day that you taught little Johnny that life ain't fair. <laughs> And you just stared him in the eye and said, I don't know what you're talking about, Johnny. This is how I dress every day. And you have nothing to say to me that's going to change how I dress. Don't wear your hat, Johnny. 
I <laughs> Poor know. Johnny. But no, you're right. Those uh, life lessons come at you quick. <laughs> I think you should just you should, all your teaching should be through like riddles that you, like no one understands, and like just twenty start. years later they'll crack it like when they're at home. So you're like, uh, how much time we got left? You just answer like, what is time? What is time? <laughs> and what do we have left of it? I don't know. There's a lot to work with there. I think yeah. being a gym teacher would be sick. Like I, I had legendary gym teachers growing up that mm. I like idolized like superheroes in my life because they were so hilarious yeah. and like. I don't know. I just think you should you should make your own identity out there in the school system. Make a name for yourself. It. Yeah, you got to. Uh, but you're right, though. A lot of people, you'll, like, you'll go back and you'll either talk about your mentor, especially people that, that go in to play sports and stuff. Yeah. It's not only your coaches, but the phys ed teachers kind of come back, too. Because especially in elementary, they could be the first kind of oh, impact yeah. that has on you, right? So if your phys ed teacher, and as you're four, five, six, or seven years old, isn't interested, likelihood of you being interested in the sports might not be the same, oh, right? That's so a big it is age. A huge, yeah, it is huge. So... It is interesting, and hopefully it can have that positive impact on as many as like, soon as I can, and hopefully make them laugh as we go, too. Seriously, I, I think um, I've honestly started considering I might thought about wanting to be a teacher myself, because I think it would be so cool to have like a group of kids every day, yeah. like you're involved with them, they you get to know them, Yeah. you get to know what makes some of them tick, and what makes some of them, you know, mm-hmm. have problems with, and you, you just try to help them, I think that'd be a really cool thing, I think regardless of the subject or the age group, whatever you're teaching, I think just think teachers are something I respect the, the heck out of. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, students are, they're awesome, man. Being able to be around them, you learn yeah. more than anything. And they're just, I don't know. I love it. And I think, uh, I think if more people tried it, they would enjoy it as well. It's not, obviously it's not an easy gig, but once you get no. the hang of it and you understand your students and stuff, it's, it's not it's for such everyone. A yeah. No, exactly. But it's a very, I think it's not very honorable occupation that uh, we need good teachers too and I, I think uh, anyone that's out there studying for it congratulations and making a positive difference in the world we live in today <laughs> um, lots going on salty yeah. it's uh, November wow. 14th here as we record today we just took a huge hi- yeah, hiatus yeah, there a little bit me. of a leave which is unfortunate but we're back we're gonna ignore that we're gonna move <laughs> on we're gonna get better because of it um, it is coming a Closely to the end of the semester, yeah. which is hilariously Coming scary. Hot. Yeah, like there's some people that are probably dusting off the textbooks for the first time. And that's a scary thought, mm-hmm. and you should be ashamed. <laughs> but that's okay. But you're not alone. <laughs> you're definitely not alone. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be tons of people in the library cutting it up here in the last couple of weeks. The final push is here, people. We're less than a month out of classes being over. In about a month time, many of you might be on the couch next to the fireplace where you belong with a hot cup of soiree, and <laughs> and you're gonna be feeling a lot better. So battle through these next uh, next couple weeks here, and uh, we're gonna get it done. We had a really cool interview today. A couple yeah, girls did. came in from the sports marketing class. Denise LaFrance Horning's crown jewel in the business program. If you if you're in the business program, regardless if you're in marketing or not, you should be taking that class. Take it if you're not even in business. Really cool class, gives you a hands-on opportunity to uh, apply some of the skills you're learning in the business program, which is a very nice thing to have. Practical application to the tools you're learning and uh, developing here at the school. <laughs> um, they came on. Hannah is the new suit president as well. She yeah. touched on a little bit of her tenure and what uh, they're getting involved with. Uh, the upcoming student center. A lot of fun stuff, Salty. Yeah, you're right. I think uh, let's pass it over to them. Definitely. And then uh, you and I will have a little roundup after this, and uh, we'll keep things going away. Okay? Wait. Folks, enjoy the interview. Thanks for listening. It's The Lake Show. What else do you want to know? (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen, back to the Lake Show once again, episode 26 here in our interview segment where we dive deep into the issues that matter here at the university. Folks, we have two business students in, Aaron Eady and Hannah Mackey in from the sports marketing class, and they're going to tell us a little bit about the mental health event that'll be going on next Friday, November 22nd, as a little bit of a fundraiser. It's going to be taking place at the doubleheader women's and men's game. The women play at 5 o'clock and the men play at 7.30. So uh, we want to get as many students there as possible. I was in this class as well and it's a great initiative for uh, business students to get involved, get some hands-on training in the real world. And uh, we welcome both of them on today. So welcome to Aaron and Hannah. Thanks for joining us. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about the event and uh, your involvement here and uh, I guess why we have you on the show today. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so, uh, so thanks for having us. Uh, we're pretty excited to be able to talk about this event. It's a great initiative. Um, our two community sponsors uh, this year is NU Listens, uh, which is a mental health initiative here on campus, and then also the Community Counseling Center of Nipissing, uh, which is a local mental health organization. Um, so we're beyond excited to be able to, to put some funds toward those groups uh, and to be able to support them. Um, I would say we're pretty lucky to be on a campus that takes mental health quite seriously. Um, and it's been awesome interacting with different people on campus in the community and having those conversations. No, absolutely. It's a great event. Just get some more people working together towards a great cause. And um, obviously in, in your in your situation as well, get a little bit out of it uh, through education. So uh, you yourself, you are part of the community promotions team here with uh, the course with Denise. So um, we're getting uh, things going on. It's next week already, so that's pretty crazy. And there's going to be a bunch of things happening. we got uh, the silent auction going on for the jerseys. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a bunch of prizes available. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets are on sale before and up to the event right at the doors. So we need to see as many students there as possible. <laughs> Something that we've been doing that's really great uh, is a lot of our athletes have been jumping in and um, sharing on our social media what mental health means to them and why it's important. So it's been it's been awesome to start those conversations because that's really uh, the goal, the overall goal of this event, event is to uh, to break the ice on, on mental health and to start those conversations um, within our, our families and friends and, and colleagues. So it's been great. Um, if you haven't had a chance yet, our social media is at break the ice and you on Instagram uh, and break the ice on mental health on Facebook. So if you want information about tickets, uh, if you want to see a little bit more what's going on and some of the fun things that are leading up to this event, definitely check it out. Um, we'll be selling tickets next week in the campus in the NU hallway. So if you haven't had a ticket, make sure you, you get one of those. This is a great event. I remember going for the past couple of years too. I just as a fan, I think it's awesome. And some of the events that are going on during the game too. It's not just the the game itself. There's a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, and I like I said, the cause is incredible. Trying to drive uh, that initiative and having people talk about it is huge and breaking that ice. Can you name some of the events that are also going on like during the game? And so I know sometimes during the intermission we we'll do some mm-hmm. stuff and just to get the students knowing what's going They're on. They're usually pushing the envelope. Some of these things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we are the community promotions team, but we do have an operations team that takes care of all of those things. So they've been working really, really hard trying to make it a super fun event. Uh, so between all of yeah, between all the periods, uh, intermissions, and between the two games, there'll be lots of opportunities to be able to to donate, but also to have a lot of fun. Um, there's lots of talks about different like prize wheels to, to spin and, and win things. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, that, that's always great. <laughs> going home with free stuff is awesome. Um, some really cool prizes have been coming in the door for our silent auctions. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, yeah. 
Great event. There's no excuse here, people. We need all the students involved. Um, we got a lot of people doing great things, and uh, the jerseys that are for auction are pretty cool as well. And I don't believe I've ever heard of anyone else doing a mental health game, so it's pretty cool to be a part of. I think this is the third one they've done. Yeah. The third, I believe, yeah. right? Because I think I was in the class two years ago, and I believe that might have been the first yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so um, it's definitely an awesome event. One, a lot, all the players look forward to. Usually there's a good crowd. So, yeah. you know, get out there, have some fun, and uh, get involved with your school. And uh, a yeah. great way to do that. And then uh, apart from that, do you want to speak a bit more on the class side of things? Are you enjoying the class? How has it been like, I don't know, essentially like this whole class is basically built around this event and making it happen, the execution and whatnot. Has it been a bit of a better opportunity, maybe from more of a hands-on perspective, I guess, or then compared to a lot of your other courses? I'd, well, definitely, obviously, but how, how have you enjoyed it, I guess, is yeah. what I'm asking. I would say it's a great opportunity for, for hands-on experience, and I think that that's one thing that our business program at Nipissing does really well. Uh, Denise is awesome when it comes to experiential learning, and there has been... Um, a mountain of opportunities to, to engage in that that learning. Uh, actually, the jerseys, Aaron here designed the jerseys for the game. Nice. Um, so I'm excited to see the final product on that. Um, but yeah, the class has been awesome. You get to engage with your, your kind of colleagues and, and fellow students in a way uh, that you might not have before. Uh, it really kind of teaches you a little bit about who you are as a person <laughs> under tight deadlines um, and stuff that you might have never actually gotten your hands on before. Um, it's always different taking something out of the textbook and actually applying it into a real situation. So what are the steps to running an event like this? Like how does it also go down? Like how does it start? What are the like the first couple things you do and then how does it go down from there? Yeah, I think I think the most important thing before starting an event like this is deciding what your goals are and what you right. want your outcomes to be. I feel like everything kind of falls in line after that. So uh, for us, I think we have some pretty some pretty hefty goals that we're we're positive we're gonna hit. So it's really important that students come out. And you uh, want to share here, or is it more behind the scenes stuff you don't want to talk about? I, I, I maybe we'll share after we okay, actually hit okay, the goals. We'll enough, see. <laughs> well, it's always better to celebrate after, but um. Uh, yeah, so after you kind of decide those goals, it's a lot of kind of dividing and conquering and, and breaking it down into its parts and those steps and who do you want to come. Uh, a lot of the conversation that any business student, especially in marketing, will, will say is the endless conversations about target markets and, and who you want to try and get out to this game and who is the best fit uh, and how do we just make this an overall great event. If, you, if you're kind of curious a little bit more about the event, uh, a lot of us will be out at the Northgate Shopping Centre this Saturday, November 16th from about 10 to 4. Uh, we've got some really cool t-shirts and toques um, that have kind of our, our branding on them. So if you want to show up in some great Lakers and break the ice uh, gear and spirit, uh, definitely come and check us out. Um, and we'll be chatting about mental health and, and why it's important and really engaging in the community that way. So if you see us, make sure you stop by and chat. Absolutely. I actually have a question for the jerseys, if that's all right. Yeah. How does that kind of go down? I've always been interested. You know, we see a lot of the New Jersey for the hockey teams coming out for uh, the, the alumni series or what is it when the outdoor stadium game? Series. Stadium series. Yeah, that's right. Um, so what are the f steps you go about to trying to design a jersey? Like, I've always well, loved to ask that question. Yeah, I had, like, total, like, creative freedom over it. Sweet. So, yeah, I didn't have any input at all, but I kind of took it... Like, I watch a lot of NHL. I took it from the Ducks, pretty much, but I wanted the Nipissing colors in there and then bringing back the purple, because last year they were all green, but I thought the purple just really signifies mental health. Yeah, I agree. That's what I believe, so just 
I saw them quickly. I think yeah. they look good. Too. Nice. That's pretty cool. Like, I, I did actually, now that you say that, you can definitely tell they're off like they're off the Ducks like mm -hmm. base. But oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I think the purple's good to have back in there too as well. Yeah. No, they're mm -hmm. a good luck. They're a good luck for sure. I'm excited to see it. Did you have to, they had to be white, right? They, they, the jerseys had to be white. Didn't, did they tell you that? Green is our official color. Yeah. But I could do. But like, but I mean like, did they have to be like white as in like home or away? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, did they have to be... Did they tell you to do it that way? Like Because be I think both teams are home. Yeah. They said do what you want. Oh, really? So no, that's okay. Because yeah. I just know you, in the first half we were whites at home and then we were dark, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the second half at home. I was just wondering if they made you do that. But no, I think it's good. I, I saw them. They're uh, Usually most of them sell. So a lot of the boys buy them too. Yeah. So, you know, they're not a bad one. I think you did a good job. So if you want a jersey, go buy one. They're going to be. Yeah, I think every student household should have a jersey <coughs> hanging in the wall, up on the walls. It'd be a great ad. The cheapest place you can get them probably too yeah, is at the silent auction. Better than yeah. uh, getting them at the store or something like that. Hopefully not. Hopefully they're extremely expensive because people are bidding on them. But well, that's what I mean. But, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you want to run up the price? Maybe it's going to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But no, I think uh, both of you. I know you're doing a good job. Uh, it's nice to have you on. Uh, we really wanted to catch uh, you before this event, and yeah. you know, by the time this podcast gets out there, hopefully some people hear it and uh, definitely want to attend the event and uh, take part in the great initiative that I think uh, you know Nipsing is definitely leading the way with. And uh, again, a great course for business students. If you're not in the marketing stream, definitely one that I think you should definitely take and get some hands-on involvement. Uh, I've had a lot of great professors here at Nipsing, and especially in the business program. But Denise is one that I hold to a very high standard. She Probably the most memorable professor I'll have. She was she was great. I have nothing but great things to, to say about her. So I, if she is listening to this, uh, <laughs> though I wish my marks would have been better in some of her classes <laughs> to show it, but I do really appreciate uh, all that she's done. So I was glad to have you both on because, like I said, I did this, uh, this course myself. And uh, I guess apart from that, we didn't even mention that Hannah's actually the president of NUSU. Yeah. We didn't even... That is I a thing. might have left that out of the feather of the cap <laughs> in the introduction. But uh, Hannah, not to take you away from anything that you're doing there, but do you want to just speak on that for a bit? How has your time been in Nusu? Has it been because uh, yeah. we had Dan Goulart on last year in the spring yeah. when he was at the end of his tenure, and I think he did say that Hannah mm -hmm. was announced as the the new Nusu president. So yeah. getting you on now, the next president elect, uh, it's uh, <laughs> great to have you on. But uh, tell, speak a bit about that and your involvement in Nusu. How's that yeah. been? I don't know if I can live up to, to Dan. Yeah, he always sets the bar pretty high, but uh, no, it's been awesome. It's been uh, one another, get another opportunity to kind of have that hands-on learning, especially as a business student. Um, I think getting involved in, in student government has probably humbled me a little bit when it comes to being a student and being a part of that education process and seeing a lot of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Um, it's been amazing being able to collaborate with students in all different kind of um, different like different groups and, and different kind of walks of life and um, it's been interesting to kind of broaden my perspective that way uh, because uh, we are the only student union on campus so we do represent every student on campus um, so it's it's been awesome and the team that I have this year is just so dedicated to enhancing the student experience and engaging with students and just hearing from them um, and we have a fantastic staff team I'd say the thing that I'm most excited about is uh, a lot of the work we've been doing is on our new student center that's coming up uh, if you've kind of seen it across the road that construction project it's coming along super fast uh, we're looking at a fall 2020 opening for that yeah. building so Crazy. if you'll be here next year it will be open for you um, and that has been insane to be able to work on uh, and kind of see it come to fruition. Uh, I was a VP last year and on the board before that, so just really seeing a lot of the paperwork turn into actual structure uh, has been incredible. Um, so we're, we're stoked just for students to be able to actually get in and use that space. 
when do you decide this is something you want to do as in becoming president of NUSU and like, what's the main goal you want to accomplish? I know it's a big kind of that's question. That's a big question. Yeah, yeah. it's very loaded. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. You want to go with. But yeah, like when do you decide this is what I want to do? Because it is a big, a big step. And yeah. then what's your main goal you wanted to accomplish when you did decide? Uh, for me, I, I don't think I ever saw myself being engaged uh, in student government or student politics um, or politics in general ever. Mm. Um, but I think just it, for me, it hit a certain point when I ended up deciding to be a frosh leader and get on the board. For me, it hit a certain point in my education career that um, I needed to be involved. Uh, I would say this to any student, no matter mm. what they're doing, whatever, whatever involvement that kind of attracts them, just do it. Because uh, it changed my university experience yeah. from from one that was kind of just, I'm, I'm from North Bay, so you know, go to class, go home kind of thing. Mm. Um, it just changed my whole university experience. And so once I kind of dipped my toe in the water, I couldn't help but jump right in. At first, yeah. So, well, I, I did do like a seven month stint uh, as the, the VP Governance and Legal Affairs for NUSU, which nice. was a really good kind of um, introduction to student government and, and what that entails. Um, for me, I think what inspired me to, to be the president was just again, those interaction with, interactions with students who just try so hard and they're, they're putting their all into their education, they're putting their all into to kind of developing themselves as a person. Um, and for me, it's inspiring to try and to build a platform and to help contribute to a place that lets them do that. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. I think though, I think student government is something that's really cool and I think it's a, everyone that I've come across that's you know worked it over my time, they've always been great. Mm -hmm. and, I think it's a great opportunity to get a hands-on another hands-on learning experience, like you said, from Nipissing. That's uh, so valued, I definitely think. And I think it is so exciting. I wish I was almost doing a sixth year, come back and see that student yeah. center. You know, it's too yeah. bad. You know, I got the little taste of the wall there my first year, and then that was gone. Yeah. And then here we are. You know, they're you know they're doing great work. It's great to see it coming up across the way. And like I said, you know, I'm pretty excited for everyone here involved. You know, with Dan, we kind of threw some names out there for the new yeah. bar. I don't know if they stuck, if they <laughs> landed or not. I don't know if you want to go over them again. <laughs> Are we talking about that yet or is it too early? Yeah, so uh, one of the things I, I believe it's still, um, I believe it's still live. And if it's not, definitely still DM the new Sue Instagram account. Uh, but we did have a survey taking in kind of just some ideas okay, okay. for the bar and the restaurant. They will have two separate names, the bar and restaurant. Oh. Um, Ooh, so wow. yeah, so two kind of two opportunities for, for naming. Well, well, how far are they? Yeah. Like how far is it? Like, are they pretty close to each other? This is the same area? Like, It's a really neat space. And I think that this was done, whoever along the line with whatever student executive, probably mainly to, to our architects, uh, Mitchell Jensen, they're, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. um, they've been very patient with us throughout the changeover in executives mm -hmm. every year. But the space is going to be uh, a large kind of conference nightclub space in the bottom. Uh, and the restaurant will almost be in that same space with a wall that with a partition wall that can divide that with space. With a wall. With a wall. Yeah, no, that... <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if that's coming back, no, but there will be kind can. of a, a partition there that can separate that. So if we want to keep it a smaller space, if we want to open it up. Um, but the restaurant will be in very kind of close proximity. There'll also be another mezzanine that'll be up top, uh, again, with another partition that can close off for smaller events, different things like that. We're really looking to try and get as much use out of the space as we can mm -hmm. uh, and really let students kind of take over this space and be creative with it so so names have we had names any? Have oh, we lots of names there's been so many suggestions uh for names and so i think we're just they're, they're, i think there's almost too many to choose from people are a lot more creative than i was thinking mm -hmm. uh also some names that i'm like like that's not happening yeah we're just like no yeah. <laughs> um yeah where, where were you when you were thinking of this but um <laughs> 
Yeah. Not the wall, probably. No, <laughs> yeah. Not, I don't think we'll be, I don't think there'll be a wall 2.0 no, in the fair. future while, while I'm around at least. Yeah. But uh, some really cool stuff. Um, lots of variations on Louis the Laker have been thrown around for really? the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Some, some suggestions I was just like, going to say, yeah, it yeah. has to have something to do with Louis. Yeah. Like, Louis Tavern or something. I know. I, I've been pushing for that. I think it's cool. It Louis kind Land. of adds to that whole, oh, <laughs> that whole campus uh, environment. But I'm excited to see what ends up being the final choice. Now, can you, this is like a terrible question <laughs> from there at any point are you gonna be able to see the lake from a viewpoint in the building so uh it was pretty good cool question. i actually got to walk through the construction site uh warren he's our director of services he's been managing this project oh, since day one yeah. he is he really yeah. is the man um yeah. he's great so uh he's been really kind of running that project and so we we kind of did a little bit of a, a look around when we were filming some stuff for our our social media and just kind of trying to show the progress and uh from our boardroom you will be able to see the lake come on yeah, really, that's you'll actually be able to sweet. see yeah. Lake Nipissing wow. and kind of like all of the trees. It's a beautiful spot. It's backed onto all of those those uh, trees and kind of that forest area. And so uh, we're really hoping that this is going to capture the the environment of Nipissing and that the whole concept of being in nature. So boardroom on top then. Yep. Windows. It's it's going to be pretty much all windows, right? Kind of like yeah, the library. a lot of glass. Yeah, very yeah. much like the library. We're hoping not as hot. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. in there sometimes. Yeah. So, um, but it's going to be yeah, a lot of windows. Uh, we've been having a lot of meetings about uh, materials and, and different things, and it's really coming together. Uh, so I think it's going to be a cool space. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I'm still going to put. put ooh, wow, I slumbled there. Uh, I'm still be pushing for a couple different names. Yeah. I like. Uh, was it? We had the one the rock on the rocks or something. That on was one we were, we were pushing. Yeah, <laughs> something because I think that's a that. good suggestion. We need like a wooded, cool. like a wooden carving of Louis the Laker, like right when you oh, walk in. Can you yeah. can we help design this place? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll carve Louis. Yeah, I'll carve free labor. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. That'll be. Oh, free it's it's free. gonna be exciting. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, get to see it before I'm out of here, but uh, it's, a, it's an exciting time. Yeah. It is an exciting. Hey, if you're an alumni and you ever come back, you ever find your way back to North Bay, I think we recognize this has been a long-standing project. Mm. We always hear from some of the staff that work around here, they're like, I paid in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, center. Yeah, so it's definitely a space not just for, for students, but also for alumni uh, and anyone who contributed to, to making Mipissing what it is. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I think you. you, you no, I think that there. we did a pretty good. Yeah. You know, we covered the bases here, and it was yeah. great to get you to touch on your involvement here with Nusu as well. Um, if we have the opportunity as well, we might get you on again before you're done your Anytime. tenure here. Mm -hmm. And um, we had a great time. It was nice to have Aaron on as well. Um, I actually, Aaron's older sister used to live with me in my second year at Nipissing. No I lived with her and uh, Sam Gleason, who recently Sam just got Gleason, engaged. Yeah. Shout out to uh, future Mr. and Mrs. Gleason. Yay. Yeah, we're really we're proud. Amazing. We're proud in this show, and yeah. we pay, we show our proudness, uh, you know, to, to everyone. Um, <laughs> anyways, ladies, thank you so much for coming on. Um, big shout out to the sport marketing class and Denise, who's doing a great job there again. Um, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully be in touch with both of you very soon. Awesome. Thanks for having us. <laughs> thank, thank you very you. much. Thanks so much. And, and you know what, folks, there you have it. And um, it's just great to hear the side of the story from the people living it, bringing it, developing it, bringing it out for us. Absolutely. Um, uh, two, uh, you know, very interesting ladies. We had a good time talking to them. Uh, hopefully we'll have, uh, you know, Hannah back on soon to talk about more uh, student events that are happening throughout the school. Um, that was really cool. Um, when I was choking on the question they were trying to ask Aaron about the, the white jerseys, Yeah. I was asking that because right now uh, – I don't know what it's like for like I've never I haven't noticed what it's like for other sports teams. Obviously, talking about this because I'm on the hockey program, but mm -hmm. 
The Lakers are wearing whites at home for the first half of the year. And then we're wearing darks at home after. So that was why I was asking the question about the jersey. But this is my question. I've noticed that like the NHL has gone in the couple of years. They've switched back and forth during yeah. my lifetime. But at home right now, the teams are wearing dark, dark jerseys. Yeah. Do you like that? See, it's, it's, it is an ongoing debate. I know a lot of people are kind of, especially when you're used to having the whites. I prefer the dark. At home. At home. I know a lot of people prefer the whites, and I yeah. understand that. I like the darks. I think... Uh, like obviously, growing up as a Sens fan, I always liked the red because like I feel like more people are gonna wear that one in the stands yeah, yeah. too, which is more distinct. Where like everybody wearing white. Like I never got the. That's why it got awkward when they started doing the whiteouts. Like when the Pens used to play the Sens in the playoffs, whatever, mm-hmm. it'd be a whiteout, but the Sens were wearing white because they were away. Yeah, it yeah. looked kind of strange. But what do you think? What's your thoughts? Well, I heard an interesting t- debate on this once that made kind of alter my opinion. I always said it was. Um, would you rather have thirty teams? colors come through your barn or would you rather just have your own every night that's true but at the same time like i don't know from a playing perspective and in general i usually like teams dark jerseys more yeah so like i don't know like i like the flames and Leafs, for example i'd rather both of their dark jerseys than opposed to their whites which are both nice too but Mm. i would like to see that rather from a playing perspective i'd always like to wear dark instead yeah i feel like dark makes you look bigger Right. But white makes you look faster. The lighter the really? jersey, well, I don't know. That's what Gretzky used to always yeah, yeah, say. Yeah. He's a quote saying that. <laughs> but I, so I always thought that way. But do, what is it like in soccer? Would you rather wear white or dark? See, in soccer, I'd go white for sure. Yeah, I prefer white. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, the our, whites are clean for Nick. They, yeah, they, I like the all white look. Yeah. Um, like the greens are great as well. Um, but I would prefer white for for here for soccer. Yeah, okay. I think I, I do like the white jerseys for soccer the best. Mm-hmm. I think majority of the sports I would say white I like for the nip jerseys. Yeah. But never wear our blues anymore. We just wear the greens. But right. I like the I don't know our whites are fresh too though. Yeah. The whites are good, but I I don't know in hockey I've always liked the darker jersey more so. Yeah. But you know, just a debate. I don't know why I was just because she was oh, saying cool. she I seen it I I believe I saw it design of them and I think they're like I think white is the base so that okay. was where my question was going yeah 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 nice but anyways no it was uh, it was good it I, was good we had an actually an interesting debate back going back to my placement with some of the students one of the students said that they were putting up their tree this week mm-hmm. and they weren't taking it down until mid-February mid-February is that like and I thought that was a lot is that just me no, that's a, a lot. That's right? a, That's a ton. Yeah. Um, my family was historically like a December 15th tree. Yeah. Kind of put her up her. Like yeah. Which I like, you know what? I love Christmas. And mm-hmm. I always thought that was late. But then when you get it up, yeah. you're, you're, it's, you're fired It's go time. Up. It's yeah. go time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. Countdown my, is on, man. My girlfriend already bought a tree and put it up in my house. Right. So how do I respond to that question? <laughs> um, but the way she said it is like, if I leave December 12th, you know, you're not going to put up a Christmas tree right, yeah. for a week True. in December. So we're going to put it up now. And we're just going to extend the Christmas season. Yeah, I like I've that. never really been a big November celebrator of Christmas, but this time I might let it overlap a bit. Yeah. And that's fine. But to go to February, I think that's, I don't know. I don't know if that's a misdemeanor, but that's some sort of charge. I right? Think. Like that's that's crazy. municipally you can charge for that. I should. You should. Yeah. yeah. No, that's an offense. Yeah. Um, I remember I had a buddy though. I like went over to his house once, and he their tree was just up at a hilarious time, like a h- absurd time. And you you just walk in, you're just yeah. kind of like. <laughs> but to Feb- I don't get leaving it up after January. I don't get it either. Like, like when it's over, don't you want it 
out of your house as soon as possible? Yeah, like to me, it was like uh, after New Year's Day, it's free game. Like I used to always keep it till New Year's Day because like, yeah. I don't know about you, but like for the French community, like New Year's Day is almost bigger than Christmas sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's huge. New Year's Day is big. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and it's still that still festive season, right? Though, so you don't want to take your tree down. Exactly, exactly. But I think like January 2nd, that thing's got to be out of the house. Yeah, 2nd, 3rd, like the week after, like the, the weekend after should be the day where yeah out. like i don't know one thing i was always i always felt guilty about is i was so pumped up to always put up every christmas article of anything when yeah. i was young growing yeah. up decorating <laughs> but i would down. not assist in taking it down <laughs> because that would make me sad yeah yeah yeah. so now i don't know i'm trying to avoid that i guess still I'll let my girlfriend hopefully put it away if she's listening because <laughs> that'll like, make me sad yeah it's like classic like dads are like oh i gotta put all this stuff down like whenever they're putting it up they don't want to because they know they're the ones who are gonna have to put it down yeah <laughs> yeah it's one, I don't know if it's one of those things, yeah. but it's, you know, a lot, it's a festive time of year. And we're just getting into it. Yeah. Can't wait, man. It's the holidays. That's kind of like the, the carrot at the end of the, like this semester, right? Like, oh, you, know, yeah. you got the big Christmas with exams, best. but you can, when the exams start coming up at the end of, at the start of December and you know, the holidays are approaching, it's kind of like what's giving you that little extra boost and uh, get to everybody goes home and see the family or if you're already here, you go, mm. you know, families are here. So and if good. we're all lucky, we're on the nice list, you know, exactly. a couple of us probably will be on the naughty list and that's just something <laughs> that you're going to have to work out personally and get better at and strive to be a different person for next season. But that's not my conversation to have with you. I'm just, you know, Why are you looking at me, man. <laughs> Well, I'm looking right at you, Salty, because of a couple of reasons. No. Um, Christmas, though, man. It's a magical time of year. It is. And it uh, doesn't get any uh, different the older you get. Let me tell you that. Remember, folks, it's about uh, giving, not receiving. And this year, give the gift of love <laughs> to, to all those around you. Salty, now that I'm, we are back on the air after a bit of a hiatus, um, I think there's some things that we should talk about. Right. And uh, we'll use this as a platform to do that. I think that we should have more, we should have some more festive involvement, maybe a Christmas countdown from the Lake Show. Yes. Something like that. Maybe a holiday episode. Love it. Uh, something maybe we'll get old Saint Nick on here himself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we could do some things here. And I think that we have to maybe get some more video involvement. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. I, I see people always do like day in the life of I say we should have done like a day in the life of the lake show. <laughs> that would be funny. No, no, it wouldn't. No one would watch. There, there'd be zero lit. There'd be zero views. We'd make. You know, don't you hate that when you see like you see something you're like, oh, this could be funny, and then you're like, oh, it has it has nine views. <laughs> probably not gonna click on it. That's probably what would happen. But that's fine. We might do that. Yeah. Why not? Salty. I think. I don't know if we need to take it much further than this. I think this is a perfect uh, little episode to start us back in. Yeah, we're, got, we're back on our feet, man. Any, yeah. any longer, we might embarrass ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. No, folks, it is always fun to do this. Uh, great to, you know, promote a great event happening next week. We'll see Definitely. you there November 22nd. Um, on behalf of myself and my good partner here, Salticus, uh, we just want to sign off here. Episode number 25. We're back, baby, and we're going to be doing this regularly for you all okay thanks for listening and we'll see you again soon it's the lake show folks what else do you want to know stay salty mm-hmm.